Hello, everyone, and welcome to the very first Oklahoma Venture Forum podcast. Today, we're here with Peter Dillingham, and he's going to talk to us all about No Man Land Beef Jerky. Good morning, Peter. How are you today? Hey, Kyle. I'm doing great. Thanks. How are you? Fantastic. For those who couldn't attend the meeting today, give them a five-minute version of, of what your this topic of discussion will be today. Well, first of all, you're going to miss out on eating some beef jerky, so I can't go anywhere without That's their fault for not out. showing so up. <laughs> sometimes you just have to show up. That's right. I was fortunate enough after really two careers in very distinct industries to end up with a lot of transactional experience. And... Uh, that experience really led me to No Man's Land Foods. One of my co-workers at one of the companies I had worked with, was, uh, which was Advanced Food Company, uh, had contacted me because his employer was wanting to diversify and they were looking for companies to buy. They contacted the Smith family in Boise City, who was the founders and owners of No Man's Land Beef Jerky. They decided that there was uh, some conversations to take place. so. Uh, they hired me as really a consultant to go and help negotiate the deal. Beef jerky has been around for a while. It's obviously a retail food product, but how are things different in 2018 and maybe they were in the last five years and 10 and definitely 50 years ago as far as the business process, retailers, technology, etc. Well, ironically, the beef jerky itself, ours probably goes back to farthest back to the way they used to make it. <laughs> right. it, it was the slow dried. Uh, version. It's all whole uh, muscle meat, so it, it's really beef. Uh, a lot of our competitors in the marketplace, uh, in order to have faster process times, will uh, make uh, different versions of that, and it turns out being a lot more wet. So uh, we like to think of ours as more authentic than a lot of those out there in the marketplace. It's a very fragmented business. Uh, there's a lot of beef jerky companies. Uh, uh, ranging from Jack Links, who's a behemoth in the space, uh, all the way down to mom and pops like uh, the Smiths were out in Boy City. Being a fractured, fractured market, being a very traditional product or something that's thought it's been around for a long time, competing with national interest with huge marketing budgets and things like that, how exactly has No Man Land established themselves and positioned themselves in order to be successful? Uh, the Smiths have always said that if you can get our beef jerky in someone's mouth, you have a fan and a customer. And honestly, that it, it's slow. And what I'll show today in some slides that from 2002, when they really started in earnest uh, selling out of their Boy City plant up until when we joined them in 2015, while it was a steady rise, it took a you know a long period of time just to get up to where they were selling uh, to, at capacity. They were selling, uh, you know, making product six days a week. They were selling everything they could make, and they were just tapped out. So, uh, really, we just took a very good product and put capacity behind it and then a different mindset around how you go to market that we had learned at Advanced Food Company and taking their wonderful product that they had generated in our experience, the combined company, has allowed us to really grow pretty quickly in the marketplace. Very interesting topic. I think the full presentation will be very interesting. For those who didn't get to attend, it's too bad you missed out on the, some free beef turkey. We're looking forward to hearing the full process uh, with all the members of the Oklahoma Venture Forum today. Thank you, Peter, for being here on the podcast and speaking to the Oklahoma Venture Forum today. Kyle, it's an honor. Thank you so much for having me.